Listener Production. Wall Street sees modest moves overnight as investors keep their powder dry from some big earnings coming down the pipe. And the Australian share market expected to get off to a flat start following a mixed lead-in from overseas markets. I'm Tom. I'm Craig. It's Wednesday, the 24th of January. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Craig, we've seen some more timid behaviour from the US share market overnight. Dow Jones is down by about a third of a percent as we speak. The S&P 500 up by around 0.1 of a percent. The Nasdaq up 0.2 of a percent. Quite a few earnings out last night that perhaps just cast a little bit of a pall over things or encouraged more caution. Yeah, a bit of the dog's breakfast, really, if you look at some of the earnings results that we saw over the night. Some on the positive side, some on the negative side. I suppose that's what always occurs in earnings season. But um, we had uh, some negative guidance from 3M. It shares down around about 12% currently. Uh, General Electric, again, guidance a little bit on the low side, uh, down 0.9%. Uh, DR Horton, the home builder, uh, missed with its uh, profit. It was down by 9.6%. And J&J, Johnson & Johnson, down 1.3%, despite beating with their latest earnings. Now, that's the negative side of the equation. The positive side of the equation is United Airlines beat expectations with their, their profit up 7%. Uh, Procter & Gamble up 4.5%, again, after beating expectations. And Verizon, the telecommunications giant, up 5.8% after subscriber numbers increased in the latest quarter. So where 3M was concerned, it's actually the worst decliner in the Dow. It's right in the cellar. Uh, as you rightly point out, double digit declines at one stage. Those losses have moderated a little bit. But uh, one of the sticking points where their forecasts were concerned with their uh, 2024 forecasts. So the market was looking for something closer to $10 in terms of uh, earnings per share. 3M came out with uh, a range of $9.35 to $9.75. So that was underwhelming. Similarly, the first quarter earnings per share estimate uh, was seen to be in the order of around $2.25. Uh, what they got was $2 to $2.15. But however, you know, there were some um, solid performances uh, in terms of their metrics. You know, overall sales came in at around $8 billion. That was better than what the market was looking for. So I suppose this is an example of uh you know, you've seen this stock rally by about as much as 30% mm. uh, from, you know, in the last three months of last year. It's come up short and it's been punished. And I suppose we've got to uh, realise that, you know, so earnings season, we're going to see this, even in terms of Johnson & Johnson, uh, beat expectations with its profit was down, it was currently down the order of 1.3%. So uh, takes it in context of uh, where the stock has come from uh, and puts it in line with the you know, sort of expectations. Yeah, I suppose the other thing, just quickly circling back to 3M, mm. there was a sense that perhaps the worst might be behind that organisation because they've had to cough up uh, a king's ransom in relation to lawsuits that, for earplugs that didn't work. The military wasn't um, cock-a-hoop about that. Uh, but then the forever chemicals uh, debacle for them has been like a stinking albatross hanging around the neck. So, you know, perhaps people thought, right, you know, some of that might be out of the way, but that timid forecasting has not come to 
work in their favour. Uh, as you point out, General Electric uh, also uh, shy of expectations in terms of its outlook. So uh, earnings per share in the first quarter expected to be in the order of 60 to 65 cents per share. The market was looking for something like 70 cents. Their metrics within some of their businesses were quite good. Uh, free cash flow for the quarter came in at 2.96 billion that was uh, ahead of the 2.87 billion that the market was looking for concerns about the aerospace business was the element that stood out with general electric and that also had a uh, contribution to uh, make when it came to European aero stocks, which we'll get to in, in a moment. Uh, Netflix, Craig, this is the big one after the market closes. That'll be very much in the spotlight. We've got yes, Netflix, we've got later tonight, we've got IBM and, and Tesla. So some of the Magnificent Seven, yes, are coming through <laughs> to report their earnings, yes, in coming days. Netflix has coughed up $5 billion oh, yes. for the rights so, uh, to varying formats of uh, the WWE stable over the course of the next 10 years, which uh, covers uh, formats such as Raw, SmackDown, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, and the list goes on or does it. But uh, anyway, um, that's a tidy sum of money. And it, I suppose, highlights that trend of content going from cable-type providers to streaming providers. So what we've seen recently, which was quite an important move, was the NFL. Uh, They sold their rights to Thursday night football to Amazon. Mm. So that's a big deal. It'll be interesting to see how Netflix goes. As I said, the shares not vastly changed so far in the session. Yeah, why don't we look at Europe? Um, Europe was a bit of a mixed bag. The uh, FTSE Euro First Index uh, was down by 0.3%, but the UK market uh, was flat. Um, The mining sector did okay in, in Europe. Uh, shares uh, up on uh, hopes for economic stimulus in China. Bloomberg reported yesterday that China's set to announce a near $280 billion package to be able to support the economy, and particularly in terms of the share market. Uh, so we, we did see miners higher, but utilities down 8 tenths to 1%, real estate down 1.3%, and healthcare down 0.9%. Yes. So what was uh, quite noted in European trade was the underperformance when it came to aerospace-related stocks, and that turned around the perhaps uh, – uh, underwhelming outcome when it came to GE's aerospace outlook, for example. So Airbus shares were down by more than a percent. Rolls-Royce uh, finished down by around 2%. Uh, it's probably little known that Saab, as uh, renowned as they are for their vehicles, are equally renowned for their aerospace contribution in the military. They make oh, jet yeah. fighters. Mm-hmm. Saab shares were down by around um, uh, 2%. Do you remember those ads in the 80s where the uh, you had the Saab coming up over the horizon, and then you have this uh, jet looming over the top of it. It's quite impressive. Uh, let's just quickly reflect on some of these commodity prices. Uh, so oil gave back some of yesterday's improvements. So Brent down by almost a percent. NYMEX down by almost one and a half percent. Gold, uh, nothing to mention in dispatches there, up by around 0.2%. Iron ore futures are flat. Uh, anything that sticks out for you in that neighborhood, Craig? 
Uh, no, not a lot. And uh, I th- think it was that Chinese or speculation of Chinese uh, policy stimulus uh, that was reverberating across commodity markets. It certainly supported you know, the, the base metals, uh, but uh, still you know, sort of in the realms of speculation rather than anything else. In terms of the oil market, they're, they're assessing a whole range of different things. The reopening of the Shahara oil field in Libya earlier in the week had disruptions to US oil production in North Dakota. The situation in the Middle East, you, know, so you name it, it's happening in the oil markets. Indeed. Uh, on the local front today, the futures at this stage pointing to only a very modest improvement of about four points or a little less than 0.1 of a percent. Anything? Oh, the Aussie dollar, 65.62 US cents. Indeed. Um, lo- losing quite a bit of ground overnight. Yeah, greenback's a bit stronger against major currencies yeah, overnight. So, so the Aussie has lost around about a third of a percent. It has. It's gone from... Um, feather dust of the feather dust up. So uh, have a great day. Look forward to chatting to you tomorrow. Talk soon. Bye-bye. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.